0: Welcome to the Tune In with Marcy podcast, where we always know that being you takes so much courage. Where you're joined by me, host, intuitive coach, and healer Marcy Moberg, every week for eye opening, deep, real talk conversations on connecting to our intuition, personal power, the universe, and creating authentic relationships with each other. I want you to get ready for practical tips, inspiring stories, and answers to your burning questions, you know what they are, that keep keeping you up at night. Whether you're struggling with overcoming fear to follow your life's passion, or you're experiencing Groundhog Day with repeating unhealthy patterns, this podcast is for you, sensitive soul. So get ready to live your truth. A quick note. This podcast sometimes has adult language because these are adult conversations. So plan accordingly, whether that means turning it off when kids are around or using your earbuds and earphones. Now, on to this week's episode. I can't wait for you to listen. Hey there, and welcome to Tune In with Marcy. This is episode 17, and we're exploring why keeping a beginner's mind is so essential. I would say like a requirement for intuition development. In this episode, I talk about what is a beginner's mind and what do kids have to do with it? I don't mean you have to have kids, just as a disclaimer. (laughs) I don't have them. Uh, We talk about how not cultivating a beginner's mind can cloud your intuition. Four reasons a beginner's mind is needed to hear your spirit guides three simple ways to cultivate a beginner's mind on a daily basis, and an update about season two of the podcast. Woohoo! There's going to be one. Yay. I'm excited about that. If you aren't already following me, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Marcy Moberg, where I continue to share my favorite tips, insights, and teachings. And please share this episode with a friend, family member, or someone you know who needs to hear this today. And when you do, tag me on Instagram at Marcy Moberg to let me know what did you think of the show. I love hearing from my listeners. Let's get on to this week's show. Hey, welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive coach and healer, Marcy Moberg, and I'm so grateful that you're joining me today. Whether it's your first time or you a regular listener, thank you for tuning in. We're going to continue, if you haven't caught it, we're in the midst of a series, and this is the the last episode in this current series, where we've been focused on tips for intuition development. I've been talking a lot about the kind of qualities we need in order to really develop our intuition, both in a methodical and consistent, and I would say sustainable way, very grounded way. And so this is uh, the last episode in that series, focusing on that. It's also the last episode in season one. So spoiler alert, there will be a season two, which I'm pretty excited about. And um, I have a listener survey, if you haven't caught that, and you can fill that out, whether you listen to this episode alone and do feel like you want to provide some feedback or if you've listened to every single episode from the beginning, I'm I'm interested in your feedback. And the beautiful thing is that you have an opportunity, actually, to win a one-on-one 60-minute session with me, where we can dive deep into a pattern where you're stuck. We could do a past life regression on on something. You know, you have an intuitive sense that there is a, a, a certain patterning of behavior that may be connected to a past life. We could dive into your Akashic records and go into your soul contract and get a sense of what does it say about your um, your destiny. There's a lot of different things we could do with that. We could do some ancestor work, connect you to your ancestors, work with your guides, um, work on some dreams. I do a lot of dream work in my one-on-one work as well. So you know, it's really like wherever your heart is calling you towards your spiritual growth right now, your personal growth. Um, I'd love to support you and you could win a session simply by filling out the survey. It takes five, 10 minutes max, really 10 minutes. If you're like really slow, (laughs) I would say five minutes is probably the average. And, um, you have a chance to do that and to provide feedback and to shape season two and an opportunity to put your name in the hat for winning a one-on-one session with me between now and Friday, May 22nd. So that's important. This week, we're talking about the beginner's mind. And this session is, uh, this episode rather is coming out a little bit later than it normally does. And there's so many reasons to why. (laughs) First of all, COVID-19, still not over, in case you didn't catch the news. (laughs) Pretty sure you know that. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's been continuing, and I think I have been feeling the wear of it in more recent time. Um, One, because I'm overdue, definitely for a break. Um, from work and vacation. My husband and I did not get to take our honeymoon. (laughs) I didn't get to go on a uh, retreat in Ireland that was planned and that I was going to attend. And I also didn't get to go out to California and co-lead a retreat that was planned. So um, there's a lot of breaks that we had already kind of planned in over the last couple months that haven't been able to happen. So I'm definitely feeling that. And my clients have also been going through a lot of obviously because of COVID-19. And so it's been a different kind of space holding that's been asked of me recently. That's also then therefore just been requiring a lot more, um, self-care than I normally would need on top of just dealing with COVID and, um, trying to run my business and report a pod, record a podcast and do all the things that I do, run online classes in a super small one bedroom um, apartment. So <laughs> it's been interesting. And I'm glad I can laugh about it now, but there have been some days where I was crying because I was too tired. <laughs> so we're behind on the podcast schedule. And um, i i'm I'm grateful that you tuned in, regardless of when you heard this. Um, apologies if you were kind of like waiting for it uh, and really excited about it on Monday when it's normally live. It's just, you know, it's just been a couple a couple of those weeks, and I've just had some very human times. And I don't like to put uh, the way that I work is very different, I would say, than, how a lot of people work in a traditional, what do I wanna say? Traditional capitalistic structure. Um, I don't like to put something out unless I feel really aligned with it. I don't like to put, I don't, this is what I wanna say like, I don't write posts on social media, I don't write blog posts, I don't write newsletters, I don't create podcast episodes. I don't lead courses, I don't lead workshops, um, and I don't do one-on-one work if I'm really not uh, behind it, if that's what I could say. And so because my, uh, the one-on-one work has been taking so much energy from me, plus two courses that I'm running right now. Um, I didn't really feel like I had the same kind of uh, reserves to really give to the podcast like I wanted to. And I, for me, it's always been, my work has always been about quality, not quantity. Um, It's also what led me, if you follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram, that's where I'm generally most active at Marcy Moberg. Um, I've been really quiet there. And that's been also intentional. I've been really quiet because in some ways I have so much to say, I don't even know where to start. And in other ways I have, so I don't want to say this. Oh, in always I have so much to say, I don't know where to start. And also in some ways I have so much to say, it almost always just leads me to silence maybe you understand what I mean. Maybe you've had this experience. Is this an introvert thing? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but that's kind of where I am. So a lot of times when I'm in quiet, uh, or if I get quiet on social media or, or anything like that, it's, it's, there's a lot of things happening. Um, I could be really busy. It could be kind of really tending to my self-care that, cause that's essential. I really believe in, in modeling that, um, for my clients and in my work, I, I really, I can only give what I've, you know, filled in myself. So I don't like to create and teach and hold space from an empty well. That doesn't really serve anyone. And it doesn't serve you for me to show up to a project and, you know, be kind of <clears throat> half there, <laughs> if we could say that. Um, and so... there's been so much happening because of the COVID thing that it's been really hitting me on a human level. And I have been feeling worn down lately, which has then been causing me to take space and do some more self-care. And I've also been getting a lot of messages from my guides for some time now about a really important shift. I think it's been coming through for about maybe like six months now, but now I feel like it's kind of really coalescing into, um, a shift that's needed in my work to take a step even closer towards, um, the intuitive work I'm here to do. Um, and so there's been a lot of just creating space to also be able to listen to that. So I can really listen and make sure that when I, for example, release season two, that season two is really Channeling what wants to come through me. Um, that's always how I do my work. It's it's always what wants to come through me. There's a lot of times where I have like ideas of things I want to do, but they don't have the same kind of energy I feel like and weight. Um, in many ways, from like my my ancestors and my spirit team, my 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 guides, the powers that I work with, saying this is this is where the weight of like where you need to focus is right now. so that's generally to give you kind of like a behind the scenes sense of of how I work, um, that's what I'm up to, and I don't like to just do things to do things because I'm so focused on quality and That's hard because our conditioning is that you need to be quote unquote consistent all the time. So there is a part of me, certainly when I was, you know, recognizing, okay, this episode is going to be late based on like what's happening and what I have ahead. (laughs) Um, I, there was a part of me, you know, uh, that felt some judgment and some, shame around that. And I just held lots of spaciousness for that, recognizing that that is, you know, society's truth. But what is my truth is that um, really doing my work from a place of honoring quality and integrity and alignment and being of highest service <clears throat> is important. And sometimes what's of highest service is, you know, on a consistent basis, I always tune into the elder powers that I work with in my life, the spirit, my, my spirit guides, my, my ancestors, these powers that I work with on the daily. I do that every morning. And I really do, even though working with our guides, um, which is connected to intuition development, even though working with our guides, we always have a free will. I really um, follow the guidance of my elders a lot because, and in rare occasion, do I maybe disagree with something and then you know have a conversation with them. But I have learned time and time again that when I follow them, even though it may not make sense sometimes on a human level, for me, or it may not make sense always in the kind of conditioning of how we operate. It makes sense in the bigger term. And so I know that anytime I move into a place where I'm feeling like I just want to be really silent and I need more spaciousness and I need to move a little bit slower, it's because something really big and profound is trying to birth inside of me. And something really big and profound is trying to kind of like download and channel into me. And that is, that is what's been happening for me. So yeah, that's a little bit of the background of what's been up with, for me and why we're behind schedule. I'm also in the process of considering a based on, you know, um, I don't know how much longer we're going to be in this COVID situation. I perceive that my, my perception, my inkling is that we're going to open up maybe sooner than we should, and uh, at least in the United States, and that there could be some potential spikes of cases after that. And given my system, I think I will probably, my immune compromised system, I think I'll probably be operating on a COVID situation for quite a while. And so I'm taking that into consideration as I'm thinking about scheduling also for season two. Um, And so, yeah, it might, it might shift a little bit. It might shift a little bit of when I release episodes, what day of the week and stuff like that. We'll see. So that's just kind of a behind the scenes, what I'm up to. Um, After this episode, there's going to be a little bit of a break. I haven't decided if it's going to be just the normal break of, you know, two weeks and then the next episode and we start the new season, I think it's probably going to be a little bit longer, but we'll see. Um, Regardless, I'm not going to be gone that long. It'll just be enough time for me to be able to organize, take a little breather, keep tuning in, get the feedback from the survey, um, sketch out season two, and then get some of those pieces recorded so that we can get that going. Yeah. All right. So this week we're talking about what's a beginner's mind and why a beginner's mind is important for intuition development. And if we don't kind of engage in a beginner's mind, how, how it can really kill your intuition. It can, you know, last week I talked about last time I talked about comparison and how comparison can kill your intuition. So, so can, uh, not maintaining a beginner's mind. This is a really important quality of the mind that we can tap in. We can tap into. We can cultivate some of it. Sometimes it's easier for some of us than others. It naturally comes with children. Like children naturally have that um, because they're experiencing things for the first time. So, what is a beginner's mind? A beginner's mind is. The great Zen master, Shunru Suzuki, taught that a Zen mind is a mind imbued with full awareness. And a Zen mind, in essence, is a beginner's mind. So what he meant was that like, full awakening is inherent in the quality of having a beginner's mind. Because there is this spaciousness there is this openness there is this genuine curiosity there's a genuine attentiveness there's a genuine aliveness a flow that is embedded in a beginner's mind in in another way you could say it is in a curious mind and when we're developing our intuition in many ways i would say we are awakening We are doing awakening. We are um, awakening to the wider world around us that includes the spirit in all life around us, includes the recognition that trees and animals and plants have sentience and can communicate with us. (laughs) Um, And that there are ancestors and our ancestors, like when someone transitions, they don't just disappear. Their life force energy still exists, and is still in many ways, very much with us. And that there are other powers at play as well. And awakening to that more subtle, yeah, subtle, and let's say less dense experience of life is, is an awakening experience. Um, on top of the fact that when we do develop our intuition, if we're doing it in a mindful, meaningful way, it inherently leads us to kind of slowly uh, peel back the layers of conditioning that have been piled on top of the brilliance of the essence of who we are. And when we work towards intuition development, I really think we're like walking back home to that central part of who we are. We're walking back home to the center of who we are and the center of who we are recognizes this wider view of life. And so, for example, you know, people make fun of children all the time for talking to animals um, or conversing with plants or trees or or operating with the natural world like they would have relationships with humans and they're made fun of for that but there is an amazing innate instinctual intelligence in that there is an awakened mind in that that recognizes that you can communicate in that way that these other beings in life are interacting with us and that we do have relationship with them we do just like humans um And so it's about really like learning how to return to that, because if you, for example, want to experience signs and synchronicities in order to experience meaningful signs and synchronicities and to really recognize like, oh, um, you know, this this encounter that I'm having with this cardinal is quite unusual. In order to recognize that, if you have to, first of all, be paying attention, and second of all, you need to have a little bit of a beginner's mind and be open to the fact that maybe what's happening in that moment is, is unusual, is fresh, and, and, and you're able to see that rather than just seeing like, oh, it's just another cardinal. It could be just another cardinal. Could be. But if we approach life every single time we step out our door with a sense of, of beginner's mind, a wonder, a curiosity, a paying attention, uh, something shifts. We're able to re- we're able to receive and we're able to notice much more subtle things. So maintaining a beginner's mind really allows us to approach endeavors, new and old, with an open and receptive and curious mind, and. A beginner's mind is naturally inclined towards learning and wonder, and those are essential. Why do we need to have um, a beginner's mind to develop our intuition? Because we have a lot of social conditioning, a lot of social conditioning. Social conditioning, meaning what society says, what our family says, what the collective says, what our culture says, um, that may be limiting looking down on, diminishing, delegitimizing things like the spiritual, the metaphysical, and and all things of the heart. I've talked about this in other episodes before. We have a culture that really almost worships the intellect and the intellect has a very important role to play. It does, but it's not the only way of experiencing ourselves and life. And it's only one part of ourselves. It's only one aspect. We really need to cultivate this other side, which is more of this intuitive side. And this intuitive side is more of an experiential side. And so in order to really you know, have a be in order for us to develop our intuition. We need the beginner's mind because that is going to be the thing that's going to help us recognize their social conditioning, it's going to recognize the limiting beliefs, it's going to recognize how we sometimes delegitimize our experiences or shut them down or blackout intuitive experiences. I see this happen, for example, a lot in very in, in, in areas that I think are, are pretty for me as an intuitive, um, and as an intuitive teacher, like pretty concrete, like for example, dreams. Um, like I, I get messages all the time about people having dreams about loved ones who have transitioned and, I know that they reach out to me because there's a part of them that knows that's very real, that that is a spirit contact, that that person is actually getting in contact with them. And then there's this other part of them that fights that. And so a lot of times the messages I will receive will have these conflicting feelings embedded in them. Like this is nonsense, but I also have this question and I know it probably means nothing, but does it mean something? Um That's social conditioning at work. And for me, like in a situation like that, where you're having so many people, so many people have dreams of loved ones who have transitioned. That is a very, uh, consistent, like reported like phenomenon amongst a large percentage of the population And so many of them say that they have these dreams, like not when they're thinking about that person at all, not when they're, um, you know, in deep reflection about them or even missing them. Like they're not in that space. And then they have this interesting dream with contact with maybe an interesting message that's real. But in order to recognize that really, you need to move to a beginner's mind. Why? Because if you asked a child about that, child would say, you know, for example, oh, grandma came to visit me. I went and visited grandma in my dreams last night. Grandma and I sat down and had a visit. The adult would, you know, say, oh, that's just a dream. But the the child knows it's not just a dream. The child knows that. That's the beginner's mind. The other reason we need a beginner's mind is if you think you have everything figured out, You could really miss the subtle and sometimes the obvious messages from the intuitive world. You know, when we, when we believe I already know, I already know, I've already experienced that. I've already figured out X, Y, and Z. You, you know, like we automatically close our minds in that way. And then there's no possibility for something different. But we really need a beginner's mind because <clears throat> intuition speaks in subtle and sometimes not so obvious messages and how, uh, what our messages are, what our guidance is, and, and how our guides are speaking to us can change. It can change. And we need to have a beginner's mind, an open, receptive, curious mind to be able to notice when that shifts. We also need a beginner's mind to stay open to goodness. And, you know, children like inherently absorb, young children inherently like absorb, usually look for the good, you know, they're drawn to the bright, the right and the good in life. And for many of us as adults, um, staying open to goodness can feel actually quite vulnerable. I find this a lot in my client work that many of my clients will struggle to let goodness absorb into their life. And so they kind of like deflect it. And there, there is inherent goodness in recognizing you are um, being guided by elder loving powers in your life in the spirit realm it there is inherent goodness in stepping outside and realizing that that tree that's in your front yard, you can actually develop a very beautiful kinship with. There's inherent goodness in that and it's vulnerable because there's a certain amount of intimacy that comes with that when you recognize it. And it's beautiful. The goodness of the guidance of our guides and loving powers around us, like reminds us of that goodness. And Ultimately, it keeps pointing us back to <clears throat> the goodness in ourselves and that can reinforce each other. But again, to be able to really recognize that we need a beginner's mind. We need to move into that space. And I would say intuition lives in the wondrous and the magical. And the only way we can connect to wonder is from a beginner's mind. Like, awe. intuition is not always awe-stricken. sometimes it's kind of like, you know more boring everyday like guiding practical everyday steps but sometimes there's awe sometimes you can receive a dream or a message in your meditation or <clears throat> interesting synchronicity or the next thing you know like someone feels inspired to say something to you and it just boom it just like cracks your mind open into a really amazing place um that kind of awe where you're just kind of awestruck um I feel like I've been in in sometimes over the last couple of weeks in a very awestruck place, which is also what's causing me to get very quiet because I've been getting a lot of awe-striking messages from my guides that kind of really stop me in my tracks in like a beautiful way. And being able to catch our meaningful synchronicities that abound around us and the profound dream that brings you your heart, like your the heart, the answer that your heart's been longing for for a long time, like all of that lives in this seat of a beginner's mind. So the beginner's mind is the doorway to really being able to start to seat our intuition into a developed state. Hey there, Marcy here, just wanted to pop in and invite you to join me in a special giveaway. I I don't really do a lot of giveaways and I especially don't do giveaways for one-on-one work with me. So this is a really, really rare opportunity for you to win a one-on-one 60-minute session with me, valued at $275, yeah, this is big. Um, you have an opportunity to win that by simply spending five minutes of your time filling out a listener survey. The link is in the notes, in the show notes. And we could spend time together um, developing, doing one-on-one work, and we could spend time together developing empowering boundaries, looking at um, how we can distinguish your inner voice from your intuition, how you can start developing your intuition further, connecting you to your guides, um, looking at some key questions you have around your soul's contract. Like, why are you here? What's your destiny? Um, We can look at, you know, trying to distinguish some of the signs and synchronicities and messages that have been maybe showing up for you, releasing some limiting beliefs that are really holding you back and keeping you from living your truth. We could support you to really get unstuck if you're feeling stuck in one area of your life. It's a huge opportunity and I'm giving it away uh, one session away. Um, I'm going to be doing a drawing after the during the final week of May. So the, the survey is open until May 22nd and then at that point it closes. It's an opportunity for you to tell me what do you think of the podcast? what do you want to see in season two? And simply for giving me five minutes of your time, you could win 60 minutes of my time um, to support you with your goals, which is an amazing opportunity. So I hope that you take time to hop on over, click on the link below, um, you know, just share your thoughts for five minutes and yeah. And then I'll be drawing names, old school style out of a, not a hat, I don't really have hats, but we're going to say a bowl. Probably <laughs> I'll be putting them on pieces of paper and drawing one name out of a bowl. So if you'd like to put your name in for the running, um, if please fill out the survey. And I look forward to your feedback. Been getting wonderful feedback so far, and I'd love to have your voice included. So let's head on back to the show. Hey, Welcome back from the break. Let's continue talking about the beginner's mind. And I want to shift our focus now to a little bit more into the how, how can we start to cultivate a beginner's mind in service of developing our intuition further? <clears throat> so first, I want to recommend that you bring your limiting beliefs about intuition, and that kind of world into consciousness. So I want to invite you to notice what do you believe about intuition? What do you believe about spirits? What do you believe about ancestors? What do you believe about dreams? What do you believe about synchronicities and signs? What do you believe about the spiritual nature of life? Do you, what do you believe about, um, animals and plants and stones? Do you believe that they have a spirit in them or not? So you just want to notice these limiting beliefs because that's important when you get these beliefs out onto paper, like notice. So you want to notice your beliefs and then notice if any of them are limiting you, perhaps they're shutting down the possibility for a beginner's mind. And if you notice that, then get your by getting your kind of beliefs out on paper and out of your head, you'll be able to see that very clearly around how you might be limiting yourself. And this can empower you to know what you're working with, what kind of limiting beliefs you're working with, and to be mindful of when these limiting beliefs kind of pop up so you can address them. A lot of times the beginning to start to shift limiting beliefs comes from being able to recognize them in the first place. The next thing I want to suggest is a practice of looking at the ordinary with new eyes. Um, this is a very simple practice you can do. Literally, you could you could do it right outside your door, or you could practice it with a houseplant that you have. But I, I want to invite you to kind of connect it to to start to connect it to nature. And the next time you go outside or you see your house plant, uh, if you're outside, for example, visit a tree that you always see or a plant that's just outside your door that you walk by all the time and you never notice, or simply a leaf that you discover on the ground. Or if you're, um, you know, inside your house, you could just notice the, the house plant that you have and notice something in nature for the first time as if you're seeing it, literally for the first time, imagine what would it be like to see that if you had never seen it before, if you didn't have words for it, what would you, how would you describe the tree? If you didn't have the word tree, what would you notice? Um, if you had to describe it to someone else, how would you describe what you're seeing? Um, what colors do you notice and textures? What smells can you become aware of? So really engaging your senses. Maybe you want to touch, if you're like with a tree, you want to touch the tree bark. What do you notice in the tree bark? And just really bring your senses into a place of not just engaging them, but engaging them from a place of the beginner's mind, a place of bringing fresh eyes to the ordinary, Um, if you do this on a consistent basis, it starts to train your mind, uh, your perception to move into a different space when you're engaging things like the natural world around you, um, you know, and, and, and you can take that lens then into other things like looking at your dreams and, um, approaching conversations with your guides, meditation, etc, etc. So practice looking at the ordinary with new eyes. And the last suggestion I want to make is instead of concluding that you already know the answer, for example, when let's say you get a sign, um, or synchronicity, or you remember a dream, I want you to consider instead of Oh, I already have this figured out just pause and slow down and consider what haven't I understood yet or what can I learn from this or what's a different way to look at this? You know, so this can be really rich. I mean, you can do this, for example, with dreams. There's not just one specific way usually to look at a dream. You could look at the dream and maybe you have an initial sense of what it might be and then return to it and ask yourself these questions. What have I not understood about this dream yet? Or what more can I learn from this? Or What's a different way to look at it? So for example, if you're looking at your dream as a kind of psychological metaphor, where you're thinking that all the different parts of the dream are different parts of yourself, what if instead of looking at it that way, this next time you actually look at it at a more um, kind of traditional view and you look at it as, no, that was, it was an actual experience. I actually went and visited this place. I actually went and spoke to these people. Like I, I actually lived this. Um, I wasn't physically in my body in the way that I am when I'm quote unquote awake, but I lived this. And then what would that mean? What might be new insight that you'd get from that? So if, for example, your grandmother, you know, coming into a dream was not just a metaphorical part of yourself, but was actually a conversation with your grandmother who has transitioned. How does that change things? Um, so you just want to kind of bring that beginner's mind, um, by considering, how you can open up your perspective with questions like that rather than going in and going oh i've already got this figured out or if you have a, a a sign that consistently shows up for you and you always think to yourself oh whenever i see the owl this means x y and z well check in maybe that's still true or maybe there's something else that's true for you right now about that maybe your uh your the powers are using the symbol of the owl to just simply get your attention so that you'll slow down, you'll pause and you'll tune in, and then you'll actually receive a new message that's coming through. So it's really, really important to, to bring this kind of sense of this beginner's mind, this fresh perspective, this openness, this curiosity, um, because it can change, it can change, you know, is what I would say. So those are some ideas for how to cultivate a beginner's mind. Those are some possibilities for how you can start to shift that dynamic. And as you continue to cultivate a beginner's mind, It's going to be something that you don't just do at the beginning, but it's something that I invite you to maintain and keep bringing in, bringing in as a, as a, as a freshness to your, you know, you can really refresh your practice, refresh your practice of connecting to your intuition and and working with your guides on a consistent basis. If you bring this, this kind of energy of beginner's mind in, you know, periodically at the beginning, I think it's essential. Like at the when you're first starting to really develop your intuition, you really want to come from a beginner's mind like all the time. You know, as much as you can cultivate it, the better. And then after that, um, as time moves on, it's something that I encourage you to kind of come back to on a periodic basis. So you refresh, you refresh, and you kind of um, check in, and you stay open to the possibility that there could be more um, than what you are perhaps seeing or sensing or feeling or understanding. And that allows an aliveness to stay in your practice, which I believe is essential, and allows us to understand and and stay with the truth that our intuitive practice can change over time, our guides can change over time, the powers we work with can change, how they operate with us can change. Um that's essential. So stay open, stay open, cultivate that beginner's mind, and that will provide you with a strong foundation if you're just starting and a consistent foundation to keep building on if you are a, a more seasoned, intuitive, a, a more seasoned practitioner and developing your intuition. So that wraps up season one. Whew, it's been six months, um, I think, maybe a little more, six months of the podcast, but um, I committed to doing six months, one whole season, checking in, and then seeing if I would do another season. I am going to, like I mentioned before, I am going to do season two moving forward. I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm going to take a tiny break to recalibrate, um, look at what survey results say from listeners, plan out a schedule, and then uh, start to get to some recording. And if you'd really like to be a part of shaping this podcast, if you've enjoyed it and you have some feedback, maybe you really love something or you'd really love to see something different. You know, I have questions in my survey and the opportunity to say like, do you want guests? You know, when I first started, that was not really what I was planning to do. Um, and so I'm curious to hear kind of what, how listeners feel about the idea of Having a, guest, having a guest sometime or um, doing sessions uh, where I record like live. There's the opportunity for like a listener to do um, a short like session with me and I record it live and you get to hear the session of hear us working through, um, you know, kind of me mentoring them about some intuitive pieces or working through a piece of healing. Uh, interested to hear about that or if you want like some mini episodes, you know, like sometimes You may want like a little like intuitive nugget, like a little mini episode that's between the longer episodes. Um, Do you like the format where I'm doing a series? That's generally what I've been focused on, which is very different than most podcasts. Most podcasts, is kind of like, you know, you kind of just each episode is a different thing. And for me, I really wanted to focus on depth. It's always something that I really love depth and kind of like diving into like the layers of a topic and so it felt like the possibility to do that was in a series so that's what I how I originally set up season one so that there was a certain level of depth and richness and a way that episodes would slowly lovingly like build on each other but that you could also listen to them independently and that they were kind of like little master classes was really like my hope so yeah I'm 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 going to be reading feedback and I'm also going to be talking to my guides about it and feeling into what this next phase is going to be, um, what this next season is going to shape up and look to be. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I've really loved this. I'm so grateful for those of you who have been consistently tuning in. I'm so grateful for the notes that you've sent me along the way about how you're enjoying the podcast, for the reviews that you've given on on um, Apple Podcasts. If you have liked, if you really enjoy this podcast, you haven't, um, had the chance to, I'd love for you to give me a review and, um, you know, ideally five stars about how you've been enjoying the podcast that always helps it so that it can reach other people. And another way that you can support if you're really enjoying this is through Patreon. You can find the link in the show notes of this episode. And on Patreon, there's different levels of ways to support me. Um, You know, basic level starts at $10 a month, and then it moves up from there and different levels of benefits. So um, yeah, that's another opportunity. I hope that you and yours continue to stay safe and healthy. Um, I hope that these episodes so far have been serving you. And I'm really excited to see you on the other side when I uh, launch, um, season two very, very soon. So don't go anywhere. It's not going to be a long break. Um, maybe just a couple extra weeks between now and the next one. Okay. Lots of love to you. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me on my podcast. Tune in with Marcy. I hope you loved this episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts, share your rating, and leave a review. Ideally, five stars. That way, more people can find this podcast, which would be wonderful. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at my website, www.marcymoberg.com. That's my first and last name.com. Until next time, remember, being you takes courage. Lots of love.